This is John Byrne, the lead pastor here at Grace Fellowship, and this is the Grace Deep Dive Podcast, recorded deep in the depths of the Grace Fellowship basement here in Lakewood, Colorado. We dive a little deeper into Sunday sermon. I'm Johnny McCloskey, and I'll be your host on the Grace Deep Dive Podcast. I'm back. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I'm back. I've been gone for. That's kind of uh, creepy. It was you know, a bit they weird. turned on the podcast. And, you know, I'm this back. Next yeah. Music and it's. I'm back. <laughs> Is that <laughs> like from Independence Day? No, I don't know what that's from, but uh, it sounds well, like it sounds like Independence I'm Day. Back. Uh, anyways, anyways, yeah, I don't know. I was gone actually for a couple weeks. You were, a couple you weekend, were gone. A couple days, actually, not a couple weeks. Yeah, we were we were gonna tell you, Johnny. This may be a bad time, but you could stay gone. Stay gone. Just go ahead and go. <laughs> All <laughs> right. We're gonna keep Gabe. No, I'm just kidding. I had a great time. I had a great time in Breckenridge. I don't mind going back you yeah. know it's kind of funny yeah so i was gone what was i gone friday saturday sunday monday like four day weekend yeah that was pretty nice it's nice. nice to get away up in breck yeah we got away without the uh kiddo which was kind of nice Just, you know with another couple which is fun poor emerson yeah who's Did not, you leave well, her at home alone with the dog yeah yeah exactly <laughs> she probably had more fun actually with uh grandma oh she grandma i yeah. was gonna i was gonna say maybe it was uh big sister or something no no she went grandma and grandpa oh, so nice. she had a, she probably did a lot more than she does with when she's with me at least kelsey d- does well with her but it was funny because we went away and i was thinking to myself this is what life's about <laughs> oh yeah it's not, not having kids it's and not being you know just free to do whatever you want sleep in whatever you want you know eat whatever you want and just do whatever you, and you know what it's, it's, it's empty. Yeah, right? It's, it is. It, it is. There is something weird about... I was telling Kelsey when we got back, I said, this is... It's so nice to, to spend time doing things for other people. Yeah. In a weird way, it's very nice to, to sacrifice... Essentially sacrifice yourself for somebody else. Oh, it's, I don't think it's weird. I think it's biblical. Yeah, it's biblical. But yeah, it's it's, it's countercultural. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because everybody everybody's about the weekend, right? Or the vacation or the Yeah, it's kind of taking... You know, do what you want to do. And I want to sleep in and just have a great time and Yeah, and the kids just suck the life out of you, you think. But the reality is they do. They give so much purpose. Yeah, I was talking to my wife last night about, you know, just kind of that thing like you know she's like I really like what I do she she's she was kind of saying I like I like my life mm-hmm. you know and she's extremely busy just like I am we're just both we we both are very busy people we do a lot of things and um if we if we get not doing some st- stuff we fill our calendar we, you know we're just those kinds of people and uh but she loves what she does she loves her ministry here at the church she loves working with people she works with that at work and she goes I get tired but I like it yeah she kind of, it's fine it's, there is something biblical about pouring ourselves out for yeah. others and sacrificing for others that is it's quite fulfilling yeah and it doesn't and it doesn't make sense and it's not rational in our we're own minds we're created to work mm-hmm. you know we were working before the fall we'll be working in the new heavens and new earth work is part of it and we're created to do it oh you said we're working in new heavens and new oh earth. absolutely oh, there's gonna no. be work but it'll be it'll be good beneficial it'll be work, good work. And, and creation will not fight against us that's right yeah exactly okay i'm okay with that then okay um so we're at um Still in the series, Grace Defined, which yeah. are our three core values. Yeah. We talked about uh, growing community yep. is one that we value. Uh, gospel impacts the second one. And the third one was generosity, yeah. which is what you had last week. Yep. And I think a lot of people do think once you think generosity, you go, money, right? They're going to talk about money. It's all about money. And really, it's it's not. I mean, money is part of it in some ways. Absolutely. But not in every way. And there is something, like I kind of mentioned earlier, the sacrificial giving ourselves, uh, you know, pouring out is a beneficial thing. And so we're going to kind of talk about that today. Yeah. Which, um, which I should point out to people as they listen to the podcast, you can tell already that Johnny actually spent time and listened 
to the sermon, even though he was gone. And I all did. of you should do the same thing. Like if you, if you miss a, a sermon in a series or something, listen to it. And not, I'm not saying that because I'm preaching or something. Um, I listen when it's not me, when it's Johnny or somebody else comes in and, and preaches, I listen and it's good to, to track. If this is your church, then track with the sermons, Yeah, you know, even when you miss them. And even if it's not your church, it's always good to get fed that way. Yeah. It's kind of fun. Um, but we kind of just briefly mentioned that the stigma of generous, Oh, yeah. it's a generous, it's a giving one. Yep. Um, and a lot of people outside the church, you know, immediately will go to all you, go. All all you, you want is my about, money. Yeah. All you care about it as a pastor is making money and, yeah. and, you know, taking, you know, pinching pennies out of, out of your congregation. Yeah. Why do people think that about churches in general or just pastors in general? Yeah. Well, there's certainly some bad examples of that, you know, I, I mean, there, there are, there are churches and ministries that, that are like that pastors that are like that. Um, I, it's very, it's few. You know, it's it's not very many. Yeah, if you look at the how many pastors and churches there are in America, yeah, it's you, not. It's, you it's could a probably bit, count. It's like one. It's less like half a percent. Yeah, if, it's probably not even a half percent. But we see them. But that, but those are the ones that are visible, right? Yeah, because you're right. they are big. Because they're big and they're all about the big show and they're all about the money and and whatever and and we and the, and the news reports when. You know, this also there's so, corruption, yeah. or or one of them buys a new jet or something like. That. I, I own no jets. Yeah. I don't even own a Jetta. Uh, yeah, you couldn't. Yeah, you couldn't. I see what you, you couldn't afford a see Jetta what I did there? on your salary. I, I yeah. might be able to get a Jetta, but not a jet. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I drive. I drive old used cars. Um, you know, my my newest car is a 2008. I think that's right. Yeah, 2008. Okay. Yeah. Is, is my newest car. So what's that? 11 years old. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, you know. Yeah, there's a reputation out that it's basically people who don't know, and, and, and or they've been is, burned. And it's just the small, like you said, it's the, it's less than a percent, I'm sure, of the people. But they're the yeah. ones that we'll see. That they're the ones on TV. They're mm-hmm. the ones driving the, you know, beautiful cars and living, living, you know, in these mansions and and whatever. They're the you know. Uh, Benny Hens of the world to to use one who's an obvious one. I don't want to name too many names. He's repented a little yeah, bit. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Hope, I, I, yeah. I, look, I'm hopeful. I'm praying for it. Sure, but we'll sure. see. You okay. know, he's. You know, we'll, next time he holds a, a conference I'm, or something, we'll we'll see what it looks you like. You know, and that and kind of goes with almost the the idea of of having empathy towards the culture that says Christians are just money grabbers. Blah blah blah. Because. There is, it is even a, a thing within us as a church, looking at these people who do, who yeah. have money grabbed in the past. Absolutely. And we, we're a little skeptical. Absolutely. And we're a little bit, you know, you got to prove it to me. You yeah. know, so there is, I guess, I get why people would think that, or at least, yeah, know, hold I, on to it at least. Yeah. And I think that, I think the other reason people get, think that and get that is not because, uh, because it's true, but because money is so close to our heart. And so anytime, you know, if you, if you're, if you're not a believer, if you're not a Christian, then, you know, there's a good chance that you're living just to have the good life, right? Like to, you know, I, I just want to have a good life and, and that's your live goal. in a nice house and you, you may know, not have be money. living that, but you yeah, want that, but, that's, okay. but you want that. And so, and so you feel like you, you go to church and, and say, they do talk about money because we talk about money and I did on Sunday a little bit, you know, it wasn't the driving core of the message, but we, we mentioned, talked about it a little bit. And, um, and, and so all of a sudden it's like, you feel, you feel like your money's being threatened and you feel like your soul's being threatened because your money lifestyle. is so close to our heart. Yeah. Your lifestyle, you're your goals. To, right. You're trying to take it away from me. 
and indoctrinate people and whatever the indoctrination seems to come along with that with the money accusation too. You're, you just want our money and in, to indoctrinate children or something, you know, yeah. <laughs> something like that, um, which is hilarious. I, I think it's, I think it's but, ridiculous, but, but, but they are in their mind, what they're thinking of is that, that whatever it is yeah. pastor that is doing that to people. Yeah. So it makes sense. You know, yeah. they're trying to continue a legacy, seeing it, seeing the church the marketing. Yeah. And, and quite frankly, on the flip side, um, you know, we can't do what we do without money. I mean, that's just reality, sure. right? Like we can't, you know, we got to pay our electric bill. We, we, we do have people that work here that, that we've, we've got to pay a reasonable salary. And I think we do. Uh, well, if it's unreasonable in any way, it's too low. It's not too high. Mm-hmm. Um, not, I'm fine, but the, I don't want people to hear that wrong. I just, I just, you know, we, but we do have people that put in time and, and work a lot here and, and, but by virtue of the fact of working here, they can't be working somebody somewhere else at the same time. And sure. so they've got to pay bills and things like that too. And plus, you know, and we, we throw a lot of money into missions and to, and, you know, around the world and, uh, and locally and, and do ministry here that, that takes resources. And so the reality is that ministry does take money. And so sometimes we got to talk about it, but, um, but that wasn't the driving force of generosity. And that wasn't the point behind Sunday's mm. sermon. You know, um, you talked about how it is a sensitive subject and it's close to home and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, th- and I know when it comes to being generous and, and you did talk about, like we just mentioned before, that it's not necessarily just your treasure. Yeah. It's really is your time and your talent. I mean, there, there's a three key elements to be generous with. Yeah. And somebody even mentioned to me afterwards, maybe even the knowledge of the gospel too, and being generous okay. with that too. So maybe we had a fourth, but yeah, yeah those, but we mentioned those three time, treasure, talent. Yeah. Yeah. So the, but when we specifically, um, key out, or uh, identify, let's just pull aside money for a second. I think what's hard in, in the church, it's hard to be generous with that, with money, when we may be paycheck to ch- paycheck, or right. whether right or wrong. You know, sometimes we, we live paycheck to paycheck because yeah. of our own um, folly. You know, yeah. I've done that before. You know, yep, I sp- overspent, you know. Yep. But we just have like, so many demands placed on our own lives, whether it's financial or, you know, we whether it's our time or, you know, what, and our talent is put into making money or whatever it is. So we're just, at the end of the day, sometimes we're exhausted. Yeah. So how do we, how can we be generous to others when we are just tapped out in a lot of ways? Man, that is such a large question and, um, really requires a lot of things. Uh, and you know, having good boundaries in life, work boundaries, family boundaries, time boundaries, all those things. Right. And so we can like, especially if you're a business owner, a lot, you talk to a lot of business, especially small business owners. It seems like, well, probably all sizes, but you have business. They'll put in so much time. Like they will be, you know, 70, 80 hours is just an average week for, you know, for them. And, um, I don't think that's healthy. You know, I don't, I don't know what the right number is. You know, the 40 hour work week is kind of standard, but you can certainly put in more than 40 hours and still be healthy. And, um, and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, I, I'd probably always put in for more than 40 hours, but the point is, the point is it's not, it's not so, so, so you got to have boundaries in life, um, work boundaries, social boundaries. You, you've got to have in order to, ha- and to live a, a good godly balanced life and, and create the space where you can be generous with your time or your talents. You have to be able to, uh, you know, stop chasing the dollar at some point. And, and, you know, cause you think about it, that's what, that's what work is, right? I'm chasing the dollar. Um, even if your work is good and honorable, 
you know, you're going after, you're putting in the, in the time and the effort and all this stuff. And if that, if it gets to the point where that makes it so that you can't be generous with what God has given you, then I think I would say that's a problem. If you want to think about whether you're a workaholic or not, that's probably a good measure is do you have time in your life to be generous towards your family, towards your neighbors, towards your church, towards all those other things. And if you don't have that time, then why not? Where is the time going? And if all of your time is, say, going to work and you're not able to be generous in these other areas, then you may want to reevaluate your work situation, right? And, and the same would be true of other things too, right? Like I could be overcommitted to my family. I know that's like sacrilegious, right? Like you're not supposed to say that, but, but it could be true. Like, like I'm not doing anything for anybody other than my family because I got to minister to my family. And, and that can often be an excuse to not really be obedient to God in other ways hmm. and, and, and spend time reaching out to other people, to neighbors and serving them and loving them or, or ministering at church. And so, so there is a balance aspect to things or a, or a good boundaries aspect to things that we need to be aware of and make sure that we, we are creating space in our lives, uh, boundaries and, and margin in our lives financially with our time and with our skills and talent or treasure or yeah, talent, skills and talent to, uh, to be generous with those things. Yeah. So basically it sounds like, you know, we're, we're supposed to, um, well, I mean, even when you're talking about that, sorry, I, I had two thoughts in my head. It may Chew be at once. It may be, yeah, I know they're like <laughs> fighting over each other. Whoa. It made me, it made me think of just the importance of saying, you know, okay, so here's what I can do Phys- physically. Here's what I can do with my job yeah. and with work, and I gotta set aside that time. Now there might be a situation where you need more help, even above and beyond that. Yeah, times so, for sure. So that's where you almost you ask for the generosity of others sometimes to maybe yeah. help you. Absolutely. Like I might need help yep. because I want to still give money time to my family or whatever it is. And I want to be able to do that, but I can't because I'm starting this new business or I'm overwhelmed. It's really good. That's why we, we say, yes, that's the important, that's what we're talking about. Right. You might need somebody at that point to be generous to you. And then you can also give your generosity, you know, so you're freed yeah. up now to help others. Yeah. It's just so important to help each other out like that. Yeah. Well, and, and especially in the body of Christ, you know, to, to be generous towards one another, you know, I, I have somebody that's being really generous towards me right now. And, um, with, 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 I'm, you know, trying to sell my mother-in-law's fifth wheel and stuff like that. And they, they let me park it at their place and for, for a little while and just, you know, it, it wasn't a big deal, but it was like, we have this space, you can use it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a generosity. They're helping me out with something that I need help with. And, that, and it's, that's encouraging. That's exciting. Yeah. Um, you talked about boundaries. What do you think, what are your thoughts of, cause you know, I've always kind of had this thought in my head. Do we, with our money and time and talent, do we help? Um, people outside the church or do we help just those inside the church? I mean, is there, is there, is there, yeah. Are there limits to, to how we serve and love? And Uh, yeah, of course there are. And the answer is yes. Yes. And yes. Yes. And yes. We, um, you know, we certainly, there is a sense in which if we're not loving the people inside the church and, and ministering to them, uh, then it's hard and hard to do the same for those outside. Um, but we need to do both and, and we have the capacity to do both. Um, you know, I think I think we often will make excuses for things, and I have too. Like I make excuses for reasons not to be generous, and and yeah, I I really have like a gen. I give what I have though, right? Like so, and I can give more. And actually, you know, my wife and I are having a conversation about how we can give more in a certain specific area of our life. You know, I don't want to get into details, but just but we've been having a conversation lately about hey, I you know, I told her like I really in this particular area of our life, I really want to give more. And so we're, we're talking about, okay, how do we sit down and figure out how to do that? Um, but the, but the question is we're, we're being intentional about it. And I think that gen- generosity takes intentionality. 
And so we're being intentional and going, I'm going to, we're going to sit down together um, and figure out how do we be more generous in this particular area of our life? And, and how do we do that without compromising our, our marriage, our family, my commitments here at the church, things like that. Like, so how do we do, how do we do that? And so there's a real intentionality to sitting down and going, I want to be generous with what God has given us. And, and, and again, it's not always money. Sometimes it's other things. And as a matter of fact, it's always other things, but it's probably always money too. You know, it's like, it, I have, I have skills and talents that go beyond just reading a book and preaching a sermon, you know, so I can, I can do some other things. And, uh, and, and we have other treasures, if you will. And that's not even treasure doesn't necessarily mean money. It could mean, could mean property, could mean house, could mean car, could mean, you know, I have something physical that I can be generous with. Um, you know, and, and time and, and my time's really, really packed, but I try to have good boundaries and, and spread it out in a way that I can be generous with that at, at different times too. So it takes intentionality and focus, but, but everybody has, has things they can be generous and we should all try to be generous in all of those areas, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, when we think about, you know, being sacrificial and, and being obedient and doing all these things where we want to honor God, whether it's, yeah. it's, uh, cutting things out or I know in your analogy you talked about um, there was a couple at the church I think that would um, was was trying to be sacrificial and and, fr- and frugal and try to give a lot and pay off their house and all that kind of stuff and they're able to do it a lot sooner than they thought is there something to when we are sacrificial when we are obedient that God can make that go a lot further absolutely 100% now the only the only problem I always I always get a little bit nervous about that just because I, I don't want to make. It's not always. It's God's going to do what God's going to do, and but but I do think this: when we are generous with what He's given us, and I think going along with that is not only generous but wise. You know, I think the two go hand in hand. You know, the the couple that kind of wrote me their testimony, I read it to everybody. Um, If you notice, and you kind of even mentioned it, Johnny, as you summed it up, they were frugal so that they could be generous, and and so the, the the wisdom and the frugality made it possible for them to be generous. And, and so they had both, right? So they had a desire to be generous and, and, and that really grew in their hearts when they began to exercise it. If you listen to the to sermon and to their testimony, when they began to go down that road, they had a desire to be more and more generous. It, 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 they found so much joy and fulfillment in being generous that they wanted to be more and more generous. And, um, but in order to do that, they had to live a frugal lifestyle. And in a sense, they might be sacrificing a nicer vacation, a nicer car, a nicer house, a nicer whatever. But if you also listen to that testimony, they had made plans and sat down and done the math and figured it all out. We're going to be debt free totally from the house and everything in 10 years. But then in the midst of their plan, they went off plan and became more generous than they had initially intended and ended up paying off the house in less time, less than five years. And so you kind of see that. And I, I think God does honor that. But not if we're being foolish, mm-hmm. right? He honors it when we're generous and we're wise. Yeah. And, and like you said, he doesn't have to always honor that. He, and he did. doesn't always, right? Yeah. He, he, Job lost everything, right? And God allowed that to happen. That, that stuff happens and it can't happen. And I'm not, I'm not smart enough to know uh, what God's going to do <laughs> in every situation. And I don't, and, and I don't, I don't think the Bible guarantees that if we're, if we're, if we're generous, that God's just going to bless us with all kinds of, kinds of riches. I think that, I think. I think there's times when God does that and there's a sense in which God does that, but sometimes it's not physical riches. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's spiritual riches. 
Yeah, and, and, and when I was asking that question, it was it was a lot of it, you know, obviously the money thing is, is always a cool thing. You give a lot, you're going to get a lot more back. Yeah. Eh, it's not always the case. But what about the the idea of, you know, I'm going to, God, I only have the, these many hours, so I'm right. really going to really try to to get up on time. I'm going to try to do the things that, that are honoring to you. And you'll find that you, you're a lot more productive in those, you know, 20 hours that you're awake or whatever, 18 hours yeah. six, that you're awake than you normally would have been. Yeah. Because God is... Uh, he's working through you. Yeah. And you know, even like you might be able to do one thing with in your own strength and he does 10 other things right. that supports that. And it's just kind of a cool, it's just cool to see God working that way. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think that when we honor God with, you know, when we honor God with those things, you know, he, he will often multiply our efforts. And I think that's kind of what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Is, multiply. You know, we, we give and then God, God makes it go further even in the gift than, than we imagine. And you know, and oftentimes it's not amounts, right? Like, you know, I, I just love the story, you know, Jesus tells of the woman, you know, who, who gave very little, she gave very little, but she gave out of her poverty. She gave generously out of her poverty. And so it's not about having a lot of money and having extra at the end of the month. And they just happen to have more extra than we do. No, that's not how it works. Because usually what, the more we make in money, the more we spend. Right? Oh, we, yeah. we find ways to live a more plush lifestyle and spend our money. And then we end up not having anything left anyways. Right? And that's, that's kind of the, the human nature way. Of things. Oh, and, I have some extra. Let's yeah. Go. Oh, I have some extra, and then next month you spend more, and all of a sudden you don't have extra. Yeah, and then the car breaks down. And then the car breaks down, right? Yeah. And so, so we th- that's that's a misunderstanding of what generosity is. Generosity starts with what do I give God first, and then and then you know I don't give Him out of out of my extra. I give Him out of my first fruits, and I think that's really really important. And going, no, I'm committing to giving this, and if and if you have little, then you're you're generous with the little you have. If you have a lot, then be generous with the with with the abundance you have, hmm. and and whether that's time, treasure, talent, and but everybody has something. And there's never a time when you go, well, you know, I don't make very much money, so I'm not going to give, or I don't have much time, so I'm not going to give of my time, or I don't have really any other skills, so I'm not going to give of any skill or talent, you know, that I have. No, 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 no. Number one, develop a skill or talent. You need to. <laughs> it's important. Number two. You know, when it, when it comes to money, you know, you can build that margin in your life. You can. I don't care how little you make. You can do it, right? And, and, and time is the same, right? You can build that time into your schedule to be generous with it. Well, I think that's why it's so important to be content with just how we spend our time, ta- talent, and treasure. Uh, if you're not looking for the next, next thing. Yeah. Oh, I got to go to, you know, yeah. Barbados or what? I don't know. Exactly. I don't know where people go. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really go anywhere. So. Gotcha. <laughs> you, you like, you do trips that are like, I'm going to Israel. Oh, uh, wait. I did, I did go to well, Israel this summer, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. But to learn. Yeah. But, but I think it's a, uh, for you, I'm, this different kind of trip. It, it was a different kind of trip. And it's not, not saying, like skiing vacation and or something. we're not saying don't go on vacation. We're not. Because I just went to Breckenridge. Yeah, right. But, uh, you know, it's, it, there is, you know, there's there's times to be content. And, and I'm not the most content. You know, I'm always, you know, I'll look look right. to things I don't have and covet things. Amazon's and that's from the devil. I'm yeah. yeah. That's, where I get, that's where I get in trouble. I get in trouble with when I'm looking towards things I, sh- you know, I don't right. need in my right. life. Um, earlier we mentioned uh, just living sacrificially, the benefit of that. Yeah. Why, why is it beneficial? Why is it good for us? To live sacrificially? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think it does make sense. But again, you know, if, if your only purpose in life is just to live the plush lifestyle or to have the have, you know, to be one of the haves and instead of the have nots, um, then it doesn't, you're right. It doesn't make sense. But if my, if my purpose transcends, 
money and wealth and, and, and stuff I own, um, then it doesn't matter how much money and wealth and stuff I own. You know, it doesn't matter if I have that. I have something that's more important. I can be, I can be in, in, in poverty and still have meaning and purpose in my life. Um, and I think that's kind of what, what the contentment Paul was talking about in like Philippians 4 when, you know, I've, I've, I can be content in all situations, whether I have little or whether I have a lot. Um, and I've learned to be content. But but way he does it, he does it all for the sake of the gospel. He's got this larger cause and purpose in his life. My purpose is to serve and honor God by proclaiming the gospel in Paul's case for, to the Gentiles. That's the mission that God gave Paul. And you've been given a mission to, to serve and honor God in, in specific ways, um, using your time, your treasure, and your talents. And and so since that, since you're called to that, if you don't have a lot of, of treasure, if you don't, if your bank account's not big, mine's not big either. If your bank account's not big, like you can still be content because you've got a larger purpose and a larger cause. It transcends those things. And those things become less important. And when we lose sight of that larger purpose, that's when we start to get focused on the wrong things. And, and like I said, Jesus said, not money is the root of all evil, but what? The love of money is the root of all evil. And we, we fall in love with money and possessions and things like that. And then it distracts us from the larger purpose. Yeah. And when, then, then we'll never be content. And never satisfies. And never satisfies. Yeah. Just like the rich young ruler, right? You know, Jesus, you know, he comes, Jesus, what must I do to enter the kingdom of God? Oh, obey the commandments. Oh, I've done all that. Great. Sell everything you have and give it to the poor. Oh, wait a minute. Now you've gone too far. Why? Because he worshiped his wealth. Yeah. You know, it, it, it seems like we do kind of worship wealth, obviously, and even sometimes giving. Yeah. Uh, financial giving. Yeah. It seems like when you talk about time, uh, treasure, and talent, the one that we kind of lift up is the treasure piece. like, uh-huh. And that's what we always go to anyways. Uh-huh. But it seems like it's mo- most natural to go, oh, wow, that person gave so much. That's so great. They, Oh, my gosh, they gave so much money. But then you, you, we don't, not we at Grace, but we collective don't honor the as much the the one who gave of their time, uh, time in the morning. Yeah, they come every week. They're here early, right. you know. Right. Or, and so why is it that we kind of, you know, celebrate... Yeah, I mean, not we at yeah. Grace, but it seems like that's the one. Well, probably we at Grace, to be honest with you, but it's not intentional. It's 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 just as easier to see, I think. You know, the other things are a little bit harder to see. The person who shows up early to put the donuts out and make the breakfast burritos here at Grace on Sunday mornings, you know, it's it's easier it's easier to miss them. Mm-hmm. Um, in the, More in behind the, the scenes. Until you don't have your breakfast burrito, right? And then you're like, where are they? Yeah, what's then going you're on? you're mad, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter how many weeks in a row they've been on time and gotten the breakfast burrito out and that their dog just died and now you're angry because you don't have your breakfast burrito. You should feel guilty. I'm just saying. Yeah. But the, <laughs> the point is that it, it's just harder to see the time. But a lot of times we, we go, wow, look how much this person gave. And we just lift that up. And it's a little easier to see, I think, than the person who gives with their time and their talent. Um, unless the talents, sometimes that gets, gets front gets a, a view too because maybe they're up, up in front p- playing you know drums or guitar or something you know so so we see the talent and so we go wow that's great and we we lift that up but oftentimes it's the behind the scene things that doesn't get lifted up as much and, and you know it's it's careful because i think we need to be careful because i think sometimes people will go well i'm going to give one of these but not the others and that's a mistake we're all called to give all of them mm. and and now some by some might have more of the treasure to give, some might have more of the time to give, some might have more of the talent to give, um, or some combination of those. But we're all called to give all of them. I think part of the, I think part of the, even the quote unquote celebration of of the giver, the financial giver, yeah, is that we think well, we have the people that are ready yeah. to serve, yeah, and we have the talent in place. 
But if we don't have the electricity paid, if we don't have this right. or that, you know, then we don't have any of that. We don't have any of that stuff, and they're really—it's almost like we trust more, and the, the more of our trust is in the man instead of instead of God, who yeah. is the ultimate provider of our resources. But yeah, yeah, well, it is. It is a you know. It's great. Like you said, we need to be doing all three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, I, and that's why I always say God's not, he doesn't need your money, but he wants your heart. You know, I think that's really, really important for us to understand. And it, you know, and it is, and it is kind of funny because well, God doesn't need your money, but he's providing, he's, he's providing for his church through you, by the way. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's all his anyways. And we're blessed by doing that. We I are, think. we are blessed. And, um, it's interesting because you know, over the years, I've really grown in this area and I, and I have a long ways to grow, but, and, but I've, I've gained in my passion to give financially. It's, 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 I've grown in it. And by far, there are people far more generous than me. Um, you know, you, you hear grace and, and things like that. And, but, but it's, it's, I've grown in it. I look forward to it. You know, I'm a, my wife and I, she, she usually takes care of the actual giving aspect of it financially, but I'm, I'm often asking her, Hey, we gave today, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, I kind of know how much, cause we, we talk about those things, but, but I'm always making sure, or, or, Hey, I want to give that. I want to give this, or I want to increase our giving here. I want to, I want to do this. Like I've, I've grown a lot more passionate about doing that. Um, because I enjoy it. I love giving it, It's, it's, it's become something that, that really blesses me. When I think even kind of what you're just saying about all three need to be combined because sometimes when you give Mm -hmm. to an organization, let's say you don't see any of the work being done, right? It's easy not to feel connected to that. Yeah. But if you gave to something and then you served under that something with your talent and your time, then you get to see what the money did and it's so much more exciting. Yeah, exactly. And, it, and it's exciting to serve with your time and your talent and then throwing your treasure in there also and saying, I, not only did I serve and love on these kids, but I also was able to give some money to yeah. even further, further the effect that God was doing, you know, yeah. whatever he was doing. In yeah, exactly. Exactly. And there are a lot of people that, you know, quite frankly, look very generous to us because maybe they give a lot of money, but in reality, it's easy. It's that they just find it easy. It's not, they're not really being generous because it's just easy. Hmm. It's they, they can write a check and it doesn't, doesn't even, you know, maybe they've, maybe they're just pretty wealthy and it just doesn't hurt their finances, but it's a lot of money, but it doesn't, there's no sacrifice. There's no real sacrifice. That's not generosity. That's just, you know, no big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, and there are people, there are a lot of people like that more than we think that can, that can do that kind of thing. They can write a pretty good sized check and, and kind of not be connected and look pretty good if the, if it's if it's a situation where people say what they give or whatever, um, you know we don't really we don't advertise who gives, you know, on the amounts they give around here and things like that. But you know, so so we don't do that. But a lot of organizations will, right? Not churches as much as like other kinds of organizations. Oh, we got this big gift from so and so, and you know, we're name building after them. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're gonna name a building after them or whatever. And you know, and and it's and some of those people, man, it's easy. They're not being generous. It's so easy for them to write the check. It doesn't even phase them. Yeah. And that's not generosity. And you're almost saying too. It sounds like you're saying that maybe they're missing out. They are absolutely. Yeah. On the flip side, there are people who 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 live on, you know, now they make a lot of money, but they live on 10, 20% of their income. The, I mean, this is real. These, these people are real. The, this is not, I'm not making stuff up. They say, we, we, we make a lot of money. We know it. We don't need it all. You know, we're going to be content. We're going to live a modest lifestyle. We're going to live on 10 or 20% yeah. of our income. We're going to give away 
80, 90%. There, there are people out there who do this and, and, and sacrifice a significant amount of, of a plush lifestyle, if you will. Not that they're desperately poor, you know, they, they don't live in boxes on the street, but they, they live modestly so that they can be generous. That's generosity. Yeah. I think, and, I, and I'm not saying we should all live on 80 or, 80 or 10 or 20% of our income. I'm not saying that, you know, some people can do that. Some people can't. But just having that, that mentality, this is all I need. You know, there's a, uh, um, I guess there's a football player who makes a lot of money, I guess. And uh, don't know his name. <laughs> just one. Yeah. Well, makes a lot of money. But what he does is he's a farm boy. Yeah. All, all he needs is a, an old 19, you know, 80 something truck. Yeah. So he pulls up his truck, you know, and he parks amongst all the Lamborghinis and Porsches <laughs> right. and all that kind of stuff. Right. Gets out. He has this beat up pickup truck. It's yeah. all he needs. And I don't know what his generosity or where his heart is, but I think it's really cool that you go. He, he is living a modest lifestyle. I, I don't not, need that yeah, stuff. I don't need it. You know? um, I don't need it. John, did you come across any uh, resources at all? Dude, there's there's a lot of resources when it comes uh, to generosity. Um, you know, I think last time over the summer I talked about Andy Stanley's book, and I don't love everything Andy Stanley does, but he wrote he wrote a pretty good book on generosity. That's that's good. You know, it's actually uh, um, Truett Cathy, the Chick Fil A guy. Say, um, say it again. Truett Cathy. Okay. I think it was him who wrote, who wrote a book on generosity. It's really good. And, uh, there's, there's numerous, numerous resources, uh, for generosity. So, you know, um, I kind of forgot about that part to be honest with you. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> but, but, well, you did pretty well. You hit, did I, did you I, pulled I got out a couple at least. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there's some good ones out there for sure. So and if you have any, if you guys have any out there while you're listening to this, you know, yeah. let us know. Let Email us. Know. us. We'll um, what's the big idea as we wrap it up, John? Yeah. The big idea uh, is this, and it's is related to this being a core value of grace. Grace and the people of grace are blessed to be a blessing with all the resources that God has given us. Time, treasure, talent, and I'll throw in knowledge of the gospel. This, this means saying yes to all that we can, big and small, with life and love. Thank you for joining us on the Grace Deep Dive Podcast, where we believe in real grace for real living. We'll see you next week.